What's up, guys? Roy here, and you are listening to the Balance Meal Podcast Series. Today's episode is going to be on something that has helped me in the area of my emotions. And uh, it came up in my last uh, dad talk that I did with Andrew, and uh, we were I wanted to expand just a little bit more on it because I feel like it's valid and important to be shared, uh, especially in f- just for me and my journey and, and what I've seen. And I, I know I'm not the only one that's probably dealing with this, but uh, what I want to talk about is giving your needs a voice. And this has become paramount in my emotional health and paramount in the health of my relationships. And I, I'm even like finding myself I don't know, feeling feeling weird talking about my needs. I think it's still something that talking about my needs with my partner or with friends or with or even with my my therapist. It's challenging, but it it has been something that like I said has healed a lot of things in my life. And I know it sounds easy to talk about your needs like why can't I just say I need something why is that so hard why is that something we even need to talk about you know and you know I think on one hand it is very easy I need hey I need to stop I need to grab a snack or I need shoes or I don't know I need things and and like that but I think when it comes to the really core things in our life that we need it's very challenging I think for me, one thing, and I want to kind of talk about why I think it's it's challenging, and then I'll go into sort of what I noticed in my life. But, but I don't think we're taught how to voice our needs. I think as males, we have been handed down genetically the desire to be the provider from our ancestors in the as far back as the hunter gatherers we were we were providing we were providing the meats we would go out and we would give and the wives and the people in the village would stay home and i think that it has become it has been handed down to us genetically because that's what happens we are a product of everything that came before us and it was handed down to us so we are the providers not the provided for so there becomes this sort of, oh, I don't need to talk about it. I need to give to everyone else. Uh, I think also as men, at saying we need something or saying you need help or anything like that is always shown as a weakness. If maybe it's from coaches or teachers or whatever, it's like you don't stop. You keep going. You keep going. Don't want to show weakness. I think for me, I wasn't taught how to because for a lot of my life, I really, I mean, I I didn't have much. And I knew not to ask because there wasn't anything for it. There wasn't space for it. You know, when you have one income household with three kids, there's not a lot of space for your needs. You're just existing. And so that's something I also, you know, it also seems, it, it might seem selfish or it might seem like, I don't know, we're, we're weird. We, we get weird asking for things. 
I know if you're listening to this, you're like, no, look at him talking about that. But but really, like, male, female person asking for something from anybody is hard, right? And it, it's hard because, it, I mean, it takes vulnerability. We don't, like I said, we don't need anything. I think... All of you, including me, listen, if someone were to ask if you were going through something or like you needed anything, what's the first thing you say? No, I'm good. I'm good. We don't ask. We'll, we'll, we'll handle it. I think um, and that's, that's a tough one to get past, you know, because asking for your needs requires vulnerability. And, and we don't like to be vulnerable. Nobody does. Um, and then I think, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a parent, you understand that, that there's this desire to give to them, everybody first. And that's not something that I want to sit here and kind of demonize, because really that's, that's sort of the gig, right? You're giving to, you got to give to them. It's just, that's how this works. Your kid need you and you need to be there for them and that's not something like people coming first i think is something that like or your family coming first isn't a bad thing really and i do want to say though it can become the it can become the thing that's killing you because what tends to happen is you just give and give and give and give. And it, it's coming from a place of love. But then after a while, there's not much left of you to give. But you keep giving and then you keep giving and then you keep giving. And then there's nothing left. And then that's when, when we start to break down. And that's that's something that, that where, you know, I like to say, you know, how can you show up for them if you can't show up for yourself? You know, and voicing your needs will give you the strength to give to them more. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. But but yeah, you know, you want to give it all. And then I think another reason why it's challenging or it's hard or we don't we don't necessarily want to talk about it is for me, you know, and I know that some of us probably think this too. We just kind of assume that our partners or people in our lives should just know, right? Like if I've been with my wife for 10 years, she should just know what I need. Right. And on one hand, they kind of start to do, you know, we know things that our partners like whether it's ways things looks in the house or what we do or their favorite stuff. We know, th we know kind of things from like learning through the relationship, but really like if you're assuming they should know that's not a nice, or that's not a, it's not a safe place to be because you know, that feeds into this narrative that people should, one, if they know, they should just know. And then two, then they should just ask. And I don't think it's necessarily their job to know or to ask. 
I think it's more their job to be there for you when you ask. And so you've got to voice what you need when you need it. Because they can't fix what they don't know is broken. You know? I think the last reason why it's hard, and I think this is for people, this is more personally for me that might not resonate with a lot of you, but, you know, I, I for the last... <clears throat> 10 years up until June, you know, I was a teacher and I was in a job of service. And when you're in a job of service, what tends to happen is, is your profession is putting things in front of yourself. Like you're giving to people, like your job is to give, you know, my job was to provide a space for kids to learn, to grow, that type of stuff. It's the same thing with like nurses, nurses and doctors. Your job is to fix people. Now, for me, it was really hard to turn that part of me off. And I became really good at not sort of not 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 voicing it, but putting myself in the back burner because every, you know, from nine to five, it was all about everybody else, and it wasn't about me. And so I didn't give myself the space that I needed. And in a lot of ways, that's the gig. Like I said, as a parent, you are giving. But like I said, the more, the less I gave to myself, the less I was giving to them. The less I gave to me, or the less I showed up for myself, the less I'm showing up for my family. And so that's kind of what started to happen with me. I, I started to notice sort of, I started to notice that my wife and I were having the same fights. We were hitting the same roadblocks time and time again. It was the same shit every day. I found myself super, I was, I was angry, I was insecure, I was fearful, I was inflexible. And was basically just believe I was just an asshole. And it all stemmed from just not being honest with myself and with my wife. And for some reason, after listening to all of these things in my head of why I shouldn't be, there became why I shouldn't be what I mean by that is why I shouldn't be voicing my needs, I was I was developing this narrative in my head that I that no one was going to look out for me. I was the only one that needed to look out for me. And that's sort of like, it became like, I guess you could call it like that narrative was, I just fed that so much based on all these things I talked about, this need to, to give first, this not wanting to be vulnerable, this suffering in silence, this not showing weakness, all those things. So I fed into this narrative, and it's a lot like that show, you know, me, myself, and Irene with Jim Carrey, where he starts having these schizophrenic episodes, and and what it sort of stemmed from, like he would, <laughs> he had like, he was this super nice guy that was giving all the time, and and he wasn't standing up for himself. And so there was this person inside him that needed him to stand up for himself. And since he wasn't doing it so long, he sort of had to force his way in. And so that's what was happening for me. I was feeling like I had to force my way in because no one else was going to listen to me, not even my wife, which was a 
such a lie. But when we're not taught to, to voice our needs in the moment, or, or we start to believe that no one's going to look out for us, then of course you're going to force, force yourself through. And then what was so funny, <laughs> what I couldn't see, um, what I couldn't see is through me being this inflexible asshole, I was getting everything I wanted. <laughs> I was getting stuff when I started to realize I needed something or I was blowing up. Cause, cause what happens though, when you don't share your needs, what was happening for me is instead of voicing my needs, I was basically just blowing up all the time. And that was because I didn't give myself the space but to, to really voice this in a healthy, productive way. I was blowing up constantly. I would come home and I would just be losing it. And I would get caught in these rabbit holes and I'd be going on these rabbit holes of emotions and just crazy thoughts. And, and, and my wife, unfortunately, was the brunt of a lot of this stuff and, and other people. But, but, what, but I was getting the space. And I was getting the space, but but here's the thing. When you don't voice your needs and you start blowing up like I was doing that, you end up getting it out of fear. You know, it's like, oh, we better be quiet around daddy because daddy can't handle it. Oh, that teacher's not going to like this. Oh, we better be quiet. And that teacher and that father's getting the space they need, but it's out of fear. It's not out of this desire of, you know, daddy had a hard day. Let's give him a little bit of space or that teacher seems to be going through it. Let's kind of be calm for a minute, you know, and then maybe someone will ask if everything's okay. So, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that some of us have been in that situation. Some of us have, have seen what that does to the to your relationships. I think, you know, and then forcing it, you know, I notice people walking around eggshells around me, afraid to ask, afraid to talk, afraid to say this, afraid to like, to really be honest with me. And it was all out of fear. And that's, that's not what you want, right? Nobody, I didn't want that. I hated that. I hated that I was becoming that. You know, I, I was becoming the sinner, but it costs so much to do that. And so I had to start, I had to just start saying, this is what I need. And then all of that started to go away when I started to voice my needs. I started to notice, you know, space hap space being there where there wasn't space before. And then in that, I, it just has, has helped build and strengthen our relationship. And so I want to talk about, so, so that's for me. And then kind of what happens you know, not what happens. I don't want to mean what happens, but I think, you know, the people in your life aren't psychics. You know, they can't read your mind. They will act according to how you're acting. You know, they, if you're looking really frustrated and angry, they're going to kind of back away a little bit or they'll try to give you some things to just kind of calm you down so you're not losing it. You know, but you have to tell them what you need. And honestly, like I found, if they love you, they'll be there. They'll more than likely be there for you. And so through this, so when you're voicing your needs, you know, what happens? Well, for me, 
I noticed that a deeper connection was forming in my relationship. And that came from being vulnerable. You know, I think that our partners want us to be vulnerable for them because our partners do want to be there for us. They really do. They, if they're in your life and, you know, they love you, they want to be there for you. And I found, I found so many times that my, my wife really wanted to be there and she, and she was more than willing to support me in this, in whatever I needed. It just took me saying what I needed. I also, you also are going to notice that the more your needs are being met, then the more you'll find yourself showing up even stronger and more and more because if you're showing up for yourself you're showing you'll be able to show up for them and then you'll also i noticed the more that i voiced my needs the more that my needs started to get worked into our routines and our day and our weeks and our months and what i mean by that is for instance one thing that i need and I've talked, and this took a long time to figure out, is I need sort of what I call a retreat, just a day. I need a day to reset. I don't need a day, it's not like a week thing, but every like couple of months I need a day to just kind of like have some silence, have some space. And I voiced that. And, and it took a minute to kind of get that because, you know, asking for a day, I mean, you know, we all have our responsibilities, our lives, our partners have responsibilities and lives. And and asking for a day was tough, but what I found, because it has started to get, my, I, what I found with this is that my wife started asking when I wanted my day to be, because what happened was, when I had when I would come back from from that day, I had this renewed energy, and I was showing up, and I was more present, and I was more focused, I was more loving, and there was such a benefit in my my. Yeah, even my kid, who's who's only four, I could tell could see it. My wife could see it. And so then when we when we sat down a couple of weeks ago to sort of look at our next few months, it was even I didn't even have to voice it. My wife was already saying, "Okay, it's a couple months from here, so let's try this day. We'll put this day in for you." And it was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing!" And so then I was super excited. And I didn't even have to voice that need anymore. And it's there. And, and I found myself being like, yeah, this is awesome. I love it. So, so the more that you voice your needs and the more you're telling your partner, the more they, they'll start to get it. So it's been super helpful. And, and I think that it's something that I wish that, that I knew, you know, years and years ago would have saved so much, but I saved so much energy. But I think as humans, you know, we have to relearn lessons constantly. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, even I even like even talking about this, I realize that I've, I've, I've talked about this, not as much length as before, but when I talked about it in one of the first couple of episodes here, but you know, I have to relearn. And I have to share to everyone listening that I'm having to relearn because a lot of times when we're listening to someone talk about something, we think they've got the answers. I know I do, but but for ri- but honestly, I mean, I'm human. We're human. We're people. We make mistakes. We forget. 
you know? And the hope is, though, that as I keep talking about this and keep working with it, that I'm forgetting it less and less. And that's my hope for y'all as well. So, but honestly, it's like, that's great and all, but, but where do, like, where do we, where do you start? <laughs> you know, where do you start? I think for me, I just started with saying, I need a break. I just, just saying that I need, I need an hour. Start small. Start with like, just look at the things that are important to you and start small. For me, you know, I go to what are, what are the things that I need in my life to help me find balance and to be able to show up for my family and myself? You know, I've talked about the four areas constantly, my spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. I even forgot that too. See, we got to relearn. We forget things. Um, go back to that, you know. I think that start with with one thing, you know. But you but let me go back because you can't start small until you provide yourself the space and time to figure that shit out. Because you don't know what you don't know. And so for me I had to really be I had to I had to sit for some time and think about it. What it is that I need? What do I want? What's going to fill me up? What's going to allow me to be able to show up more? So you've got to give yourself that space in that time. And then you can start small. And then you got to be honest with yourself. Push through all that crap of the weakness, the whatever, the selfish. Like, what is it that I need? And, and make sure that when you're when you're being honest with yourself, that it, it's coming from a place of, of love and not a place of, I got to get mine. Because this can turn into that really quickly. I got to get mine. And that's not what this is about. And if that's what you're hearing, I'm sorry. But this isn't about getting yours. This is about meeting your needs to show up for yourself and your family. Okay? So, yeah, give yourself the space and time. Be honest with yourself. And just start small. Start with one thing that you want to incorporate in your week, in your life, that's going to help. And don't try to get pat. Don't try to do seven things. Don't try to do 20 things. Just one thing. There are hundreds of books about that, starting small. You can look up Atomic Habits by James Clear. It talks about one thing. You know, one little thing that you need. Because once you get that one thing a bunch of times, then then you can start to add other things and other things. And then you'll, you know, that's when you can really build these, the patterns and the routines. So I just, you know, so those are where you can start. But I also, you just got to, some things to remember and things to be careful. Make it more of a conversation with your partner. Don't make this a list of demands. This is not about ultimatums. This is not about give me this or I walk. This is about, look, stress the fuck out and I need help and I need some space. I love you. I love this life and I need some things. I just need, I need some help and then allow them the space to listen. And then you're also going to need to be patient with them, especially if this is your first time talking about this, you got to be patient. For me, I was, I was incredibly patient 
because I knew what I was, especially with asking for the day, I knew what that could, because we have a very full life. You know, my wife has a, is, has a chiropractor with two offices. We have a kid. We have a very full life. I know that what I was asking seemed like a lot, but you got to be patient. You know, because honestly, you need to be patient because if you talk to them and you're asking for this, there might not be space for a day. There might be just space for an hour, right? And you got to be okay with that because there won't always be space for all of it. But some is better than nothing, right? <coughs> and that's what I began to see. Some is always better than nothing. So yeah, be patient, be flexible. Sometimes they'll be like, it might be like, this day's not going to work. This time's not going to work. Can we do it this? You know, you got it. Like the more flexible you are with this and you can kind of play with it some, the easier it is for them to listen, you know, especially like, what I said about not a list of demands, man, try to demand something from your wife and see what happens, <laughs> you know? And then I think also you need to use the time wisely. This isn't about running or hiding. This is about feeding. This is about filling. This is about strengthening, you know? Yeah, we all need to blow off steam sometimes. I love blowing off steam. And I also know that sometimes if I'm going to get time away from my family for, for filling, feeding, and strengthening, you know, use it wisely. And that's a good place to start, too, the filling, feeding, and strengthening. What do you need to fill, fill your heart? What do you need to feed yourself? And what do you need to strengthen yourself? That's good. Remember that filling, feeding, strengthening. Nice. I didn't even think about that till right now. I love it. Love this. So yeah, use it wisely. You got to remember that if you're getting this, 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 you're, you're voicing your needs, you're getting what you need. It's your job to come back present and ready and focused, right? Same thing with the vacation. When you take your vacation from work, it's time to come back and it's time to work. You know, you don't want to come back and just be the same, you know, depressed, you know, distant partner or parent you know be the present be focused and then i think the last thing you need to remember is if your partner is doing this for you and giving you space then you need to reciprocate that because when they need they're gonna they need space just as much as you do they need their needs met just as much as your needs need to be met so give them the space too if they're coming to you with with what they need you need to be just open and honest and willing as they were. And so for me, I hope that this can help some because this has helped me a ton. And I think the more that we're sharing and being vulnerable with what we need, the stronger our relationships get, the healthier we get emotionally, mentally, all of that. And the better it all is. So remember, you don't have to always be the provider. You can be provided for. You know, start voicing your needs as not being selfish. Voicing your needs is a healthy, productive thing that you can be doing. Remember to start small. Give yourself space and time. Be honest with yourself. 
Use it wisely. Remember, filling, feeding, strengthening. And I hope that, I hope the best for this. I hope that you guys can take this into your lives, that this helps you like it helps me. Thank you for listening. Remember, I'm just a channel. I'm not the source. <laughs> and I'll be doing a dad talk here in, in a few days. So until then, talk to you guys later.